Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. This is Gary Neron welcoming you to the Lamp and Light broadcast, coming to you from the studios of Central Baptist Church in beautiful Ocala, Florida. Lamp and Light is a ministry, taking a book of the Bible verse by verse, teaching as it is to men as they are, without compromise or apology, speaking the truth in love, and our purpose is to give the lamp and light to all. Yesterday in our question and answer series, we were talking about how and where John Calvin obtained the doctrine for Calvinism. Let's continue with that today. Now, here's our teacher and pastor, Dr. Andy Bloom. Calvinism was a result of a man by the name of Calvin, who got his doctrine from Augustine, the Pope in Rome in the earlier years, and he involved in all the Greek mythological religion, for he converted uh, one of their religious beliefs in that Greek mythology was the idea of predestination. So they he had that and started seeing some things in the Bible, and he thought, well, that shows we're predestined and we're this and so forth. And so actually that started with them believing that. And so they were, and then John Calvin wrote his things, just as Martin Luther, he is anti-Israel. He was anti-Israel in doctrine and stood against them, would not help them. That is why it's not unusual to see their churches to be a part of the BDS movement. They are really rejecting Israel because they were supposed to be the elected people, and now they want to say, no, we are the elect people. You might say it's replacement theology, and a lot of Christians believe that, replacement theology that we replace Israel. And that's not it. The Bible points this out, even though their philosophy is of God. But in First John chapter 2, and verse 1, he tells them very plainly about Christ dying for them. He died for their sins. And not for their sins only, but for the sins of the whole world, he said. Now, if he's saying of the whole world, that means anybody could say, why would you be die for the whole world, pay the penalty for the whole world, but not allow them to get saved because you didn't elect them? You see, that's that's just sheer ignorance on people that have a doctrine they really can't stand behind strongly and clearly because there are scriptures that go against them. There are scriptures they like to avoid. So these people, they uh, go one way or another, just like in Israel. <laughs> they feel like if one converted to Christianity, there are those that say they're no longer Elect. I've had missionaries that we support that once they got saved, their families just dropped them completely. And even in one case I know of where they had a funeral for them. And I don't know what it's like to know that your family's having a funeral for you and you're still alive. But we've had them like that. Look, you got to remember, all are born sinners, every one of us. And everyone in the Old Testament as well, 
everyone throughout history, are born sinners. The only one that wasn't was the Lord Jesus Christ. He was virgin born. He inherited no sin nature. Israel, in Exodus 19.6, as a nation that just left Egypt, and they were told, now this is what they're told because it's in chapter 19 and verse 6 of Exodus. It's very clear. And ye shall be unto me a kingdom of priests. What does a priest do? He speaks to God for the people, and he speaks to people for God. They would be a kingdom of priests and an holy nation. Why would they be a kingdom of priests? Because it's a nation. They were supposed to take the saving gospel of God to the world. Now, understand, in the Old Testament, they had to get saved too. They were looking forward to a Messiah. We look back to Messiah who's already come, shed his blood for us. That lamb was given to Israel for sacrifice to show a picture of the true Christ who would come and die for our sins. So these are the Lord's words. He says, you shall speak unto the children of Israel. They were given that back there in Exodus 19.6. Then he goes on to say, there are many who reject us that are Jews. There are those who reject us who are Catholics. There are those who reject us that are Calvinists. But I would reject their false doctrine. Okay, if you believe something, you stand by it. When you believe God, you stand by what God says. That's what we are. We're biblicists. So we talk to people for God. That's what Israel is supposed to do. And talk to God for people. You have a witness to somebody that didn't get saved, but you felt like they were close. So you're talking to them with the witness, and you're doing that for God. And then they didn't get saved. You go back home, and you pray for that soul. You're speaking to God for that soul. So again, you look at the Bible. You look at the prophets. You look at the, really, the poetical books and the historical books. The prophets. No matter which it is, the entire Old Testament or covenant, the Old Covenant, and the Abrahamic writings, you might say, or the rabbinical writings, should I say, which had oral tradition, they try to take the place of the Bible, but they don't. They don't take the place of God's Word. See, your truth, your leading has to be from God's Word, not those things. Preachers think that they're the authority, but it's actually God's Word that is the authority, and it should be that way. Preacher says something different from the Word of God. That preacher then is wrong. The Word of God is always right. So this is transferred to them, but not by God. As a result, God sent many prophets calling them back to God's way. In Matthew chapter 23 and verse 37, 38, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, 
thou that killest the prophets, and stonest them which were sent unto thee, how often would I have gathered you together, even as a hen gathereth her chickens under her wings, and ye would not. Behold, your house is left unto you desolate. Wow. Wow. That's what God said. That's what Jesus Christ said, who was God come in the flesh. He wanted to save them. Men want to get saved, but not God's way. They want to get saved a fleshly way of somehow. They want to see, well, I can earn it. Or I can do this or do that, and I'll be all right. No. Must have confessed you're a sinner. And you need a Savior. And Jesus Christ is that Savior. So that wicked doctrine that replaces the Word, as did even in the Old Testament, rabbinical writings tried to replace the Word of God. Men's philosophies, especially see that with the contemporary movement coming in and all these other movements that come in, particularly this Calvinism, baby baptism, Mary worshiping, even Pope Augustine, who the Calvinists think was really great, had somewhat the same idea. He even had a prayer to Mary. So understand that a lot of the Calvinism that come from Augustine, that John Calvin used, has a very Catholic flavor and a flavor of Greek mythology because that's where that doctrine was born. And so you see in the writings, the basis of Calvinism. Now just think on that. The Bible is the basis of whosoever will may come. Do you trust the writings of corruptible man? Or do you trust the writings of these God-breathed, without error words that he preserved the Bible? Basically, the new translations of the Bible today, with their word translations going a different direction than the actual manuscripts of the Textus Receptus and Masoretic, are corrupting the churches. It's corrupting Christian colleges. And I'm at the point I'm ready to call them just religious colleges. Individual believers. It's interesting that each time they come out with a new translation, they claim to have accomplished a superior <laughs> a document. They say that we have done this. It's best. Truth is, their text they call the critical text is in much need of corrections 
you know that they have their text, different texts they have kept and and held on to have over a thousand, over a thousand disagreements within the text. In other words, they really go against other parts of the text. It, it disagrees with itself. It contradicts itself. And so, because of whatever some academic person has said, obviously, they got got it from somewhere else besides those preserved texts as the Textus Receptus and the Masoretic text. And so we find out that when this was discovered, that there were mistakes. The mistakes that were added are rabbinical writing mistakes or other mistakes and others that tried to change things and make their notes. Try to change the scriptures so it wouldn't go against what they believe. This is your radio pastor, Pastor Andy Bloom, saying, May the word of God be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your pathway today. We want to thank you for listening to the Lamp and Light broadcast. If you would like a CD copy of today's message by Dr. Bloom, send us your name, mailing address, and include the radio station by which you are listening and the date of the broadcast. We would appreciate a gift of $5 to Lamp and Light Broadcast, 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, Ocala, Florida, 34471. You may also visit us on the website and freely download the sermons by clicking on the sermon library. That website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. Again, the address for the Lamp and Light broadcast is 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, O-C-A-L-A, Florida, 34471. And again, our website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. This is your announcer, Gary Neron, saying, May God's peace be with all that are in Christ Jesus. I will plant my feet on its firm foundation for the Bible.